What's up, guys? Welcome back to Rip City Rundown, and this is live just 10 minutes post-Blazers dub. First game of the year, 115-108 win over the Kings. Action-packed. So much to talk about. Blazer basketball is back. Meaningful Blazer basketball is back. How are you feeling? I'm, I'm so happy I'm, right now. You saw I'm our just, stream. I'm just so excited. Um, I haven't been that excited. excited. I haven't been that excited as a Blazer fan since probably the year 2021, like, sometime in that year maybe even since the denver series because that's how low the morale was last year but you know mm-hmm. we suck preseason we get blown up by the kings but we open the game op- excuse me open the season with this game getting some revenge i'm feeling awesome right now because i'd be feeling pretty crappy if we lost that right now not gonna lie dude it's it's honestly like we spent so much time over the off season, even probably middle of last season once they went down just talking about what the future of this team looks like. When are we going to see competitive Blazer basketball again? We probably talked about the same thing over and over. The perimeter defense. We talked about the can Damon Ant coexist. So, and we it finally we get the product on the floor, and we win a ball game. And we win a ball game. When's the last time we had a podcast? Like post when? <laughs> like, <laughs> and when I say post when, I mean like actually feeling this good. Like First time last year. Last year, even at the end or towards the end of the season on podcast we were just talking yeah we lost three in a row but if if we lose these then we'll have a better pick it's like oh my gosh we can finally celebrate a win it feels so good one and oh blazers are undefeated um some bad things too that we will have to talk about but yeah let's just, yeah let's, let's, let's let's start with the positives you know, all right? let's yeah i was thinking let's let's break this pot up into two halves we'll talk about the positives we'll get all our fanboy stuff out of the way and then we'll We'll put some perspective on it and what needs what needs to be worked on. Let me just run through some stats here. And just from the Blazer side, I'll actually I'll throw a little bit on the Kings. De'Aaron Fox with 33, five for nine from downtown. Impressive showing from him. Herder with 23. It honestly seemed like he couldn't miss at times. And Sabonis with a quiet 13, but it was really the backcourt for the Kings that caused problems for Portland all night. On the Portland side, Balance scoring throughout. Jeremy Grant, high score of 23. Dame, 20. Hart, 19. Simons, 22. It felt like everybody who played did something positive in this game. I mean, just kind of off those stats that I threw out at you, what what gives you what gives you the most excitement? I'm going to give you my player of the game, and that's it's, it's Josh Hart. It's Okay. It's Josh Hart for me because okay. third quarter, we're down 10. He's the guy that's getting steals bringing us back in the game. Not single-handedly. Grant was there too. Grant's a close second for my player of the game. But what did he have? 19 points, 7 rebounds, 5 assists, 8 of 11 mm-hmm. from the from the field. Like, if you're getting an efficient night, if you're getting 19 points from Josh Hart in the starting lineup, Josh Hart, I mean, this is probably going to go down as one of his better games of the entire year when it's all said and done. So yeah. the combination of his energy, and I really just look at that third quarter when he brought those two, those two steals. One was an and one. One was just a big finish. Stop the m- momentum for the Kings. Got us mm. back in the game. And, and his energy was huge tonight. I fed off of it, even myself. Yeah. Cody, I, give me a, yeah, Cody, give me your play of the game. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with Josh Hart. But like you said, Jeremy Grant, I could go either way. Well, no, I'm not going to go either way. I'm going to give it to Josh Hart confidently. But Jeremy Grant, a close second. I mean, when we were down 9, 8, 
12. I think at one point we were down 11 or something. Josh Hart was that guy to just get us back, get those, do all the little things right, get those turnovers, get those ticky tacky buckets, got some good layups, got a made an impossible floater to cut it to eight when things were looking kind of over, not over, but that feeling of desperation. Mm -hmm. And, you know, he was a guy that brought us back and Jeremy Graham made his wide open threes. Yeah. Josh Hart, my player of the game. I'm giving it to Jeremy Grant. I I don't think it's close. Five for 11 from the field, three of three for downtown. My man got to the line 13 times, made 10 free throws, 23 points, eight rebounds, one assist, two steals of, let me talk about the thing that didn't show up in the box score. The charge he took on Fox was like a little over a minute left. I mean, that's a, that's a huge, huge play. Huge. huge play. Like he was everywhere. He had a, I, he, I know he had a block. He didn't get recorded. They didn't give him one in the game. Yeah. I know he had a block, but I mean, defensive activity. He's making threes. You know, if I, like we said, I think it was a runaway favorite between Grant and Josh Harper, player of the game. Let's show some love to Shane Sharp. Okay, uh, I got another one. Let me guess. Let me guess. Justice here. Winslow, and yeah. I want to go into Shane Sharp too. But Justice Winslow was in the closing lineup. He Can played I? the closing. Reality, he was the five because he was guarding Sabonis. He was yeah. unbelievable tonight. One of the reasons why I thought he should be in the starting lineup, but his impact was insane. plus twenty one, plus twenty one in the plus I even, minus. I even realized that. That's that's crazy. Well, yeah, plus 21. That is an outlier. I did not expect that, honestly. But Shaden Sharp, you know, like he's insane. Four for six from field goal, three from three from three. I mean, of course, he's not going to be like in the closing lineup or anything like that. He played 16 minutes, but when he was in, he had a positive impact on this team, had a plus eight off the bench. He was a part of that um, run that extended or 16 and 0 run. I believe that was in the second quarter. He was a part of that lineup, but yeah. Awesome, awesome game from Shaden Sharp. Um, mm-hmm. Hopefully, he can do it again. Just looking yeah. at the stats again, but yeah. yeah. For the first, you know, for his first I'll, NBA I'll game, that's that's all I can ask for from Shaden Sharp. If he's getting double digit points, three of three from three, like, and those were tough shots too. It's not some easy buckets that were wide open on like some Dame feed. A lot of those he created. So, yeah, great showing from Shaden Sharp tonight. Great showing. I was just gonna say, um, everyone except for. Our centers like Eubanks and Nurkic. Nurkic got eight, and okay, Little got zero, but everyone else got over ten points. So it was very spread out. That's what we should talk about now is just the spread out scoring. We talked so much in the off season on we want Dame to facilitate. We don't want Dame got eight assists tonight, right? Like we just talk about spreading the floor. You know, I like we don't want to win games when Dame drops thirty. I mean, sure that's great, but like when he's dropping. 20 and sharing the ball it's it's a beautiful thing to see as a blazers fan mm-hmm. yeah that i mean from a balanced scoring perspective i mean we've we've talked about it it's, it's been the damon cj show for seven eight years but maybe not that long but a long time and just getting balanced i mean outside of josh hart you know scoring one more point we had four guys basically scoring 20 and it, it wasn't Dame and Simons weren't efficient either. Yeah, not I mean, a good game this, for them. Like, if people want to say, look, Jeremy Grant and Shane Sharp aren't going to go combine six of six from three every game, and you'd be right. But I don't think Dame's going one for eight every game. I don't think Simons going three for ten. Yeah. I mean, honestly, on a on a in a game where 
our backcourt from a shooting perspective got insanely outplayed and we won. I feel like that hasn't happened in forever. Yeah, like we've said this before and we don't like playing this game, but to have your two so-called best offensive players combine, what is that? That's something for 40. 14 for 40 from the field. Like that was a rough game from them, shooting and, ball-wise, especially from three. But again, yeah, Shaden Sharp and Jeremy Grant picked them up from three. And mm-hmm. again, Dame's game is so much more than scoring that just his sheer impact, his the gravity he brings, that probably helped out a guy like Josh Hart find lanes to go coast to coast. But to to go five for eighteen for Dame and still come out with this win that's extremely encouraging for a team that was criticized for not having enough offense to help dame this season so mm-hmm. I, I thought that was extremely encouraging i, I want to talk mm-hmm. before we get into some negatives i guess this can kind of lead into some negatives a lot of minutes from the starters tonight especially the four bulk guys the simons hart lillard and grant i probably don't want to see them all playing 35 plus me, minutes tonight but it's first something. game it's the first well game. and the other thing i want to say is i think once Gary Payton, the second comes back, I think you can spell Hart a little more. I don't think he needs to play 38 minutes necessarily. Same with, you know, you can kind of juggle the rotation a bit. Yeah. But yeah, I hear what you're saying. But I, I do think First tonight, time. this performance from Josh Hart proved why he's in the starting lineup. He's just he's just a lot better than Nas right now. And I mean, Dude, Winslow just, can have an look, argument, but jo- we saw Josh. down the stretch. We saw down the stretch, Winslow was in that closing <clears throat> lineup. So it really mm-hmm. didn't matter who was starting between the two. Josh mm-hmm. Hart can handle the ball better than the other two. Josh Hart's just an opportunistic scorer, man. I mean, this dude just is one of the best transition players in the league, I think. Like, I don't think that's he's oh, a really good, really good finisher. I mean, the the play that defines Josh Hart is like the and one that he got at the end of the game. You're so four, second, four second differential between shot so and game high. clock. You're, you're up three. Or sorry, no, you're up four. You don't need – no, sorry. I mean, you're up two. You're up two. So you think they're going to foul you or, you know, you run the clock and then they foul you or they, they play it, but he saw an opportunity, goes right to the rim, finishes and one and effectively puts the game out of reach. That ballsy. is Josh Hart on offense. Yeah. Yep. Ballsy. If you want to say it, you, you can say ballsy. Josh Hart. Josh Hart's just all around. He's just probably the best all around player on this team. You could argue. Um, no, and, yeah, you know, I wouldn't argue that. No, I wouldn't argue okay. it, but he's okay. a great. All I, I, sure. I see what you mean though. You're right. I, I said, I, I said that wrong, but he maybe impacts the game a little, little, a little antsy after tonight saying that, but you know, you, we talk about Simons. Um, he didn't have that bad of a game. I'm going to say it nine for 22. Isn't that bad. He was shooting some hard shots. Not going to lie. You know, shot clock's getting low. He was forcing some twos at the end that he kind of had to, cause he was, you know, the person yeah. on the floor with the highest percent chance to make that shots, but he made some critical three pointers. Um, to some nice finishes around the room too. Put us in back in the game and extend our lead on one of those oh, three. Dude, if he threw down that dunk at the beginning of the game, so many was... dunks we missed. We can get in the back. He missed, he missed three dunks. All right. No, let's, talk about, that's, let's... let's talk about the negatives. And there are two unexpected things, I would say. Two. Nurk and Dame. So Okay. Well, let's start with Dame those. because Dame's the least we're worried about. Just a bad shooting night. I I don't. He had a couple uncharacteristic like pass turnovers. Like he had that one where he just chucked it off the backboard or something. Like I don't know what happened there. Like late in the fourth quarter, he had a couple. One you just know, rolled off his fingertips. He he, couple. What you say? One just rolled off his fingertips in the yeah. third quarter. Like kindergarten again, uncharacteristic turnover. stuff. Not something I'm worried about at all. The Dame performance, 
it's I, I really don't think we have to mention any more about it unless you have anything. Right. I mean, let's talk Nurk though. Someone, someone, give me uh, something on Nurk. Okay, let's, I'll let's give you. Start with you. Let's hear it. Okay, here's what I'll give you on Nurk. Let me just say this. Hold on, I'm trying to find the stat for it. Look, Nurk's a center. Most of his shots are going to come in the restricted area, maybe a little outside. You can't be going three for nine from the field when it's nine layups, buddy. Yeah. You can't do that. And let me just kind of look at the box Morgan. Three for nine from the field, made both his free throws that he had. Five, sorry, seven rebounds, eight points. He did have two steals, four, four turnovers. turnovers. And here's where I, you know, Dame's going to have the ball in his hands a lot over the course of 37 minutes. Obviously, you don't want him to turn the ball over four times. But if anyone, you know, he just, there's so many opportunities for him to turn the ball over. Nurkic does not have the ball that much. He played 25 minutes and he doesn't get the ball that much. Four turnovers and a plethora, a plethora of bad shots. Yeah. Just, two, there were, I need Nurk locked in. Yeah. There I need were him locked moments, in. There were two moments from this game that really put me on edge <clears> with Nurk. Put me on edge with Nurk. And one of them was he gets a normal board, makes a boneheaded pass and trying, mm. trying to out, outlier pass. What's it called? Yeah. Outlet. Outlet. Sorry. Pass. To outlier. Yeah. Um, Kings Long get night. the turnover. Kings get the turnover, drain a three. That's a wasted offensive possession and three points for the Kings. And then like a couple minutes later, he tries this uncontrollable, like Kobe shot, like reverse layup. <laughs> he's a guard. And then that instantly airballs it. Transition, Kings three, money, bottoms. So that's six points right there, dude. Like you can't, you can't be doing that. You just can't. It's, it's those moments where he makes the stupid mistake that legit leads to a bucket. And it's just the moments where he gets the ball. He's got Harrison Barnes on him. Clearly has 50 plus pounds, probably 75 plus pounds on him and can't back him down. And he can't, and when he does, he doesn't go up strong and finish. He just goes the, the flip. Yeah. It's I'm, and this, this team has a whole nother level when Nurk is playing well and engaged. Absolutely. And I know Nurk can do it. You know, I, Probably if you talk to him, you wouldn't be happy with the way he played that necessarily. Um, let's talk about Nurk not being in the closing lineup. Is that surprising? Is that I'm I'm surprised for the first game that that in the first game he's already not playing the closing minutes. But I don't I mind think it. tonight's a night where it it works because Sabonis is the big and. While he's a very skilled big, he's not like it's not like they're running two six ten plus players. They're just having that one six ten player, so they're not necessarily a big team. And then also, Winslow was just playing a great game, and we needed we needed that versatility defensively because we saw they were they were hitting threes tonight. So we needed to be able to switch on the on the mm-hmm. screens. So having Nurk out there kind of forced us to fight around screens. Rotations were bad, so getting Winslow out there just defensively, we saw in the fourth quarter that was our best defensive quarter. Only gave up twenty-two points, I think twenty-four points. Yeah, something like that was really good too. Yeah. No, in the fourth we gave up yeah 20, 24. twenty-four and then twenty-three in the first, but it wasn't that surprising they didn't close the game. Like you said, they don't have a necessarily dominant true center, and just mix that with the fact that he had a bad performance. So we have a bad performance. Make some boneheaded plays. Coach isn't going to put you in at the end of the game, especially yeah. when Let's it's not structured about, correctly. So, yeah, yeah. Let's talk about another, um, you could say, question mark 
Again, perimeter defense, Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox, shoot a combined 11 for 18 from downtown. Here's my here's my pushback, though, on this being a negative thing. You could argue that they just, you know, sometimes players get hot because outside of Fox making, we turned them over eight times. De'Aaron Fox had eight turnovers. Wow. So, I mean, that's, I mean, he accounted for, over, they had 15 turnovers as a team. He had eight of them. Yeah. So, I'll I mean, the on-ball defense was good. I, I just, I think we struggle a little bit with, you know, closing out or just following, you know, getting around screens, I guess. I mean, I liked what I saw. I think they were just making some tough shots. Oh, honest. that's exactly what I was going to say. Like, yes, part of it comes from our defense, but mm-hmm. I think the Fox threes more comes from our defense because I didn't see Fox really hit a largely contested step back three. He was hit. He he was open on rotations and he hit his open threes. Again, I still don't expect him to hit that many open threes, but he did. Herder, on the other hand, after he hit his first couple, we played good defense on him. He was just having an out of body experience. So, yeah. like, yeah. you guys are saying the Kings shot really well, and but we held them to 108 points, despite I guess what you're saying on these. You know, I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm just saying like, it was really that second quarter. Is I mean, if you want to too much, is the hate too much on the defensive end? 108 points. Not bad. Do that every game. Yeah. You're going to be a top five defense. Okay. It is the Kings, but you know, yeah. well, the Kings, you know, let me just run through this in the, diff, uh, they shot 46% from the field. We shot 44, um, but we made the same amount of shots. We got three extra chances due to our off. We had 11 offensive rebounds to their four. So second chance points was big in this game. Next up, three-point percentage, pretty much the same. They're a tick under 39 or a tick over 39. We only should, took 28 threes, though. They took 44. That's and a surprising obviously, number. I feel like we uh, Obviously, we didn't. It's oh, just, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Su- I'm surprised we didn't take yeah. that many threes. We're normally like that. Yeah, And then we did have a free throw disparity on it. We made 13 more free throws. Let's talk about them missing some free throws well okay they shot 68 percent from the line we did shoot 78 we turned it around late yeah again i mean shooting wise like yeah they shot i mean they shot 38 percent from three i mean that's maybe a little above league average it probably is above league average but just a little bit some of the looks shouldn't have fallen that's all i'm saying yeah but it's the it's the nba yeah so i mean the fact that like you said we don't like playing this game but these are some big things like Simons and Dame combined for whatever you said on three under or field goal percentage four of eight actually combined. Yeah. Wait, four of eighteen. Yeah, we do and that. They were eleven of eighteen, and we win. They're backcourt, and we win. Well, we won. Like, we won anyway. Yeah. I know. So it's like if the distributions even, but that's the thing. You know, Jeremy Grant's gonna have a rough game, and that's when Dame has to step up. And Josh Hart isn't gonna have this amazing of a game every time. It's all yeah. about. You know, people are gonna play good. Yeah. People are gonna play bad. So that's what happens. I think. I think you're honestly with that statement. You're inadvertently, or maybe you're doing it on purpose. You're kind of making a great point. Is that I think this Blazer team is built to win in different ways. Like that's what I was about past. to say. Yeah, nailed like in it the, on the head. You don't gotta rely and, on Damon CJ every night. I mean, if you have you have weapons now, you have Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant. I mean. Obviously, Shane Sharp without his contributions, we might not win this game. I mean, you have different ways to win this game. Yusuf Nurkic played absolutely horrible, and we won on the road. I mean, look, and I, again, it's one game. 
we're not going to see yeah. this performance from those from Jeremy and Josh every game, but still very encouraging signs to say the least. Yeah, but I'm just I'm impressed. Let's you know, you know who I'm impressed with. We were roasting him early in the live stream. Let's throw a little love over to Drew Banks. He turned it around the second half a little bit. I mean, we're not asking this dude to score. He had a pretty. How many good... points did he have? How many points did he have? Zero. He he took no shots. That's fine. <laughs> two blocks. Two blocks in sixteen minutes. I think one of those blocks you were talking about with Jeremy, they gave it to Drew. He, Rim he, protection, buddy. Sabonis didn't budge on it. You know, he didn't budge on Sabonis. He made him work for it. He stopped him. I remember clearly on two possessions, but you know, not bad. I mean, initially going into the season, we weren't that thrilled with Drew Banks. In our stream chat, we were getting some comments on a uh, trade to this trade this guy, or some sarcastic comments like. Give you give you banks a max contract or something like that, but <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but no, I'm happy with what I saw. But it's it's one game, you know. Is Eubanks being your backup center going to get you an NBA championship? Probably not, but time will tell, and we'll see what happens. But solid performance for a first game. Yeah, I think I, I think we say, know. Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say just to touch on the Eubanks thing one more time. Like this isn't sustainable to have our two bigs play like Eubanks played a little better than expected but he still was not good in the first half if we have this performance every night we're not going to win games like this all the time like we're going to see DeAndre Ayton on Friday and I think Ayton could have a field day if Nurk and and Eubanks play like this so I will say though like outside of maybe Philadelphia and Denver and then I mean obviously even like Miami with Bam uh, it's hard to build a team around a center, and you in the days of NBA, you can get away without a true center. And okay. I mean, you saw many lineups that we in, were employing throughout the game, like the stretch where in the first half where our bench like expanded the lead. It was Simons as the guard, Eubanks as the big, and then we had three big, long, switchable wings. It was little, it was Winslow, it was sharp, and that's just defensive flexibility. You throw in a Six four Gary Payton is just a dog. This team, this team's got some potential. Like, and by potential, I mean they just have potential to play different ways, switch up looks. I mean, we saw a little matchup zone there in the first half. Also, everyone just looked like engaged and flying around. So, I mean, I'm kind of just rambling, but I'm just, I'm just excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm happy. Um, just a recap of the game. Started off slow, but then went on a 16-1 run, got a pretty big lead. Like mm-hmm. a big enough lead to the point where we were like, you know, if we get a couple more baskets, we're this game looking over to the Kings going absolutely just destroying us. They went on a like 17 and two run or something like that. They took the lead. We came back, but honestly, we looked kind of like, I don't know, to say that we were in control that game would probably not be accurate just because we were, we were the comeback team that had to come back. But I don't know. I, f- I felt comfortable throughout that game, even that moments when mm. we were down six in the third, because I had faith in this team. And I really thought, hey, once we get some stops, get some buckets, we can go on a run. And that's what we did. Made key plays down the stretch and yeah. got the W. So huge. I, I think when it like this might just be because we played the Kings and you don't want to get in a track meet with the Kings. But I felt like last year and in years prior these comebacks and these close wins would because we're making our shots and it's shot making and they hit a shot, but we hit a three and then we get one stop. But like 
that fourth quarter, the reason we just won is because we put together a bunch of stops. Like like we said, only 24 points in the fourth quarter. It's not like we hit a bunch of dagger threes over and over again. We didn't we didn't need Dame to put up 12 threes and like like he did against Denver. But it's it's fun watching that brand of basketball for sure. The defense defense like people say defense wins championship blah 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 but it truly that's the reason we won tonight was because of the defense Mm. so yeah it was fantastic game all around blazers are back in action friday night against phoenix it's the home opener who by the way kind of stole one from the Mavs almost damian lee game winner yeah that's did not see anything of that just a quick Western Conference recap. I'll just give some highlights. The Timberwolves get the Rudy Gobert cat era off to a good start. They beat the Thunder. Yada, yada, Thunder are good. Um, the Grizzlies get the, beat the Knicks at home. Good win in OT. The Pelicans looked real good over the Nets. And Denver Nuggets dropping to the Jazz. Jazz, number one ugly. in the West right now. That was yeah. shocking. I was shocked when I saw that score. Yeah. But, again, the Blazers have a tough schedule to open. I believe we go Phoenix. And yeah, then we I go L.A. I have the schedule. I wanted to say something about it, too. Because Miami and then Houston, I believe. I could be wrong. Yeah, that's right. Um, Nuggets in there before Miami. Yes, yes. It's, okay. it's weird, you know, having that game where... Wow, we got a big boys. homestand. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at this. We got a, yeah. a five-four game where we get home Phoenix Road, L.A. Four-game homestand culminating in I'm Memphis just... on national TV. We got a live stream that game. Probably. I'm just saying Nurk cannot play like he did tonight against Phoenix, LA, Nuggets, Heat. I mean, you got Aiton on the Suns. He's got locked down offensively. You have Anthony Davis, who's just a shredder in, you know, the paint. So Hopefully he's healthy. Nurk. And then we have Jokic. We know how that goes. We that sucked. And then we have Bam with the Heat. So if if Nurk can just play it okay, just play up to par, stay out of foul trouble. And hopefully the versatility of our squad can, you know, contain LeBron, contain Jamal Murray, contain Jimmy Butler. Then we have a chance to have a winning record after five games against a really tough start of the year. So, but that's what we needed and, to go one and zero against the Kings. That was just mm-hmm. mostly just mental too. Just we needed that. Yeah, because you're gonna need with the Western Conference so stacked. You're just gonna have to just beat teams that are basically worse than you. Like. I would say 99.9% of like experts, you know, have the Kings below us. Well, you know, might be close, but we're a better team than the Kings. So whenever you play the Kings, Jazz, Thunder, Rockets, Spurs, man, you got to You got to fatten up. You got to fatten up. I just, before we wrap up, I just can't believe how different we look tonight than we did in the preseason. I was taking way too much stock in the preseason. Yeah, yeah that was looked- the roles were reversed. Just we got blown out by the Kings. Blown. All right, all right. Thing before we go, we talked about all the players. Let's talk about Chauncey Billups. What do you think about him after one game? Rotations, play style. Like I thought, play style. That is exactly how we want to play. If Cha- or how Chauncey wants to play. I feel like. Um, I'll go first. Um, I like that we looked. Like we gave a rip about defense, heard all off season, how, you know, even Dame in an interview was talking about how they're not, they, they think defense, they're talking about defense in practice every day. And they're not just thinking about where they should be. They're talking about why, 
why Grant needs to make the rotation there and where Dame needs to fight, you know, just really getting into the nitty gritty of the defensive side of the ball. So I love that. And they backed it up today with a solid defensive performance. Secondly, I like the fact that Chauncey is, is willing to ride with the hot hand. I mean, Justice Winslow is having a game, you know, you're not, and this is a bad comparison, but I'm a, I'm a New York Giants fan. All right. And we're five and one and we're given minutes and not, not minutes snaps to bad players. who just have earned it through practice. Like we have a squad that is deep, I think, and like relative to each other. Like, I don't think there's a big drop off from Keon from there. You know, there could be, but I'm just saying like, yeah. I just like that Chauncey goes to the next man up and he's not afraid to employ different strategies and packages on defense, like with the matchup zone. So I'll, he, he passed tonight for me. Yeah, pretty Pretty much copy paste what you said. Um, I think he had two big, big decisions to make tonight. And one was, will you, you know, put Nurk in that closing lineup, which he didn't, and it ended up working. And I think that was a decision Mm -hmm. that worked out, obviously. And just the decision to, I guess, like Hart was, we didn't really expect him to play that much. And we probably expected way more minutes from Little. And yeah, like you said, he, gave the minutes to the person who stepped up and yeah. followed through with it. And that's all you can ask. So look, I'm look happy. at little fre- fresh off a of contract extension. You're like, all right, this guy's going to get minutes, play 10 minutes. I mean, and that's yeah. the great thing. Like, I think Chauncey's the type of guy that we're taking this on a game by game basis. It's, you know, if we're playing Denver late in the game, we're probably throwing Nurk in there. I mean, I mm-hmm. don't think we want Justice Winslow guarding Jokic, you know, I think it's a, a, terms and uh it's based on the opposition is that all we got let me just say one more thing um in the preview my uh number one key to the game was pace and how we need to dictate the pace it's no coincidence that we went down when it became a track meet like we were turning the ball over like i think probably three or four different times I like look down at my phone watching the game, like, oh, Hart makes a layup. I look up, I'm like, let's go. And I look back down, and Fox is making a layup on the other end. Like, that yeah, happened we got to, Blazers got to play at your pace, you know, especially with when the bench unit comes on. This, this bench is going to be a grinded out, defensive, opportunistic, you know, like the Jeremy Grant feed to Winslow. I don't know what the hell, how the ball got to Winslow. Winslow's making threes, it's hitting the rim four times. It's going to look ugly. It just, it's about results, man. Yeah, this was this was a fun start to the season. Fun, dude. If you didn't see our stream, we might post a couple stream highlights. We definitely will. I don't know if it'll be a YouTube video or if it will be just on the Instagram, but it it was a lot of fun. You'll see some hype reactions from uh, the three of us. So, yeah, is that all we got? Is there? I just want to say, go ahead. Before next podcast, we're gonna play four games. We're gonna have a lot more to talk about. We're gonna have a lot more to talk about. Like, we what if we just go next week? Yeah, we do. It's like, what if we just Miami. go? 0 is it 4? Miami? I'm just saying, we could easily lose to all four of these teams, and this, you know, positive podcast could turn hey. completely polarized next hey, week. What I, I what I, doesn't, yeah, but, hey, what I want the viewers to understand here. We're not really big picture people here. This this podcast is going to be a roller coaster. We're, we're taking it week by week. So hop on, hop on the the train, hitch a ride, fasten your seatbelt. It's going to be a wild season. And 
there might be some up some days where we're pumped like this and it's one and oh and you beat the kings on the road like who gives and there's gonna be some days where we might get blown out by detroit on the road and we're like <laughs> tank tank for web Yama or whatever like <laughs> we're gonna be it's a case it's a week by week so yeah. come for the reactions it's always good vibes over at rip city yeah, I mean, those that were watching the stream got a lot of good comments you know chill stream we were just vibing on the stream and then obviously was, was good. when it got to crunch time we turned it up hey, let's just let me ask this on the pod quick before i know we need to wrap it up but i think next i think i got a good idea for the next stream what is what? it wednesday november 2nd chris is at home on the on espn that'll be good because yeah i mean I could even probably possibly do next Wednesday. I mean, I don't want to commit early because, you know, I, school can be a pain sometimes. But and, You know, all three of us don't have to necessarily be there for a stream. But anyway, four games next podcast. Give me a record. What what record do you want? Okay, so you can go four oh, now. What, what, I, what I want? What I want? No, I okay. want four now. What record do you think the Blazers all will right. have this week? Two and two, Cole says. Two okay. and two. Wes, what about you? I have mine. I you, think we beat that. Are we, wait, are, are we counting the Miami game? Yeah. Because yeah. that'll no, be technically so, four. Are, so you're saying we'll be three and two on the year? Yeah. Yeah, that's probably fair. I'll go three and two. I okay. think we beat the Suns tomorrow night, and I think we no beat way. the Heat. You don't think we go to LA and beat that dog water of a team? No, because every time we play the Lakers, I feel like they beat us. I don't know why. Uh, um, sure, except that one time. Take. Lakers don't have defense. They don't have shooters. They just have LeBron. I feel like our versatility with Josh Hart and Jeremy Grant. Yeah, you're right. Honestly, honestly, let's talk about this. Let's talk about this quick. This is the last thing we'll talk about. Let's just preview. Let's just quickly. Let's preview Phoenix. Let's let's just preview a few of these games. So Phoenix, you know, got obviously all these games. Nurse got locked down. Yeah, Nurk needs to play better, obviously. Phoenix has largely the same core. Uh, a few other pieces off the bench, such as Damian Lee. Um, yeah, Phoenix is a weird team. I, we might not win, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think we're going to contain Booker. I think Aiden could have a big game, but I mean, the, the Suns are a good, good basketball team, people. Still so, very good, yeah. And then we got to we get Denver at home, which is good. Uh, going to the mile high is a tough scene. But I am excited for the year, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say two and two on the week. So we, we're three and two record by next podcast. I hope we have three home games against three really tough teams. I'm hoping we can just win one of those. That's not asking for much, I in my opinion. And I think we can beat the Lakers. So two and two. Two and two. So we will see you guys, obviously, same time, same place next Thursday. Uh, We'll have four games to talk about again. You'll probably see a stream highlight somewhere, either on our Instagram or YouTube coming up. And uh, make sure to like this this podcast and subscribe for more. We'll we'll keep on rolling the content and the the Blazer season's back. It's a good day. It's a good day. Good day. 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 84 and 84. How about 82? I'm into it. Let's go. Peace out, people.